And I see that uh, Steve is in our in our little chat Why over the there. Man. Hello. Hey, hey, Steve. Ooh, Indo Scream. And I'm like, did I make sure everything is working? I did. This is a good day for Geeks with Kids as we have our uh, first table read. <laughs> I should probably start that off properly. So we are Geeks with Kids, the bi-weekly geeky <laughs> podcast from a parenting point of view. I'm your host, Eric, and joining me this week is Hawk, Brent, Spears, Jen, and Brittany. How's it going, guys? Living the dream. Living the dream. Living the dream. Uh, we actually have a little different uh, setup here. I don't know if you've seen our stream, but we have like Ooh, nice little... Like that that table read. I'm pretty sure is that Star Wars. I don't know what I put as the background for us right now, but it's a it's a table read of something that probably is very blurred out, so that you know copyright reasons. But as I as I mentioned earlier, we are the restaurant I had dinner at last night. Oh, were you just that dried eyed from being an old man that you couldn't see? Leave me alone. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so um, like I said earlier, we're doing a table something now. <laughs> Don't you see that? <laughs> if it was a golf cap that had the top, you know, off and upside down, I maybe would believe you, but that's what the young kids are wearing now, right? I don't know. No, no, it's sure. okay. He's going to manifest maybe. it. I was manifested with the power of acting. I was watching She's All That the other day, and uh, I'm pretty sure they showed up like that in uh, one scene. Or it was, what was that other one? She's into you. Are you looking? So I've been going through a 90s rom com kick lately. You just there's one out now looking forward to the all remake? That? Uh, no, I watched He's All That, and it's fucking terrible. Just terrible. <laughs> watch it to know that. It so it is not bad. all that. It is not all that. And Rachel Lee Cook, I think that's her name, is yeah. like the best thing in that movie. And she's in it for. Oh, she maybe. actually shows up in it. She's oh, a mom. She's no. like, she's like five. She's like in it for five minutes. Oh. Can't watch that. That'll ruin oh. the original. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, mm-hmm. I, I don't think Why she's the same character. Indeed. <laughs> it's, it's that Netflix money. It's that Netflix money. So, as I said earlier. <laughs> We're here. We're here, box. Brent. We're here, Brent. <laughs> We're here <laughs> to do <laughs> to celebrate Brian K. Vaughn's upcoming TV show, um, Why the Last Man, because it's coming out on September 13th, Woo-hoo! and we don't record for another two weeks, so we gotta celebrate somehow. And why not? We're gonna do all of Lost season two right now yeah. for all of you <laughs> no no but we are actually going to be doing a play written by brian k vaughn back in the uh, the original draft was in the 90s Spears, correct me if i'm wrong but the final draft is marked as 2001 2001 for indeed um <laughs> if i remember correctly brian k vaughn wrote this when he was a university student in new york um, shortly before he embarked on the Stan Hatton project, a sort of Marvel talent search, um, which is what got him into comic books in the first place. He wrote an unintentionally controversial ish, uh, cable story in an X-Men of, in an issue of X-Men Unlimited, um, and then eventually found his way into the. The rarefied air of the the image creator stable, which leads to Y and X Machina, and now the triumphant saga. Wonderful, wonderful. If you Thanks guys haven't for coming read, to my TED talk, if you haven't read any of these books, you should, because Why the Last Man is probably one of my favorite comics. X Machina is pretty close up there. Saga is slowly gaining ground. He wrote Paper Girls, right, as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yep. Everything he touches. That's gonna be an Amazon series too. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. We'll do another. We'll do another table reading for that. Just do every single Mike on thing. (laughs) Anyway, so we're doing this. uh, The show called Drop, which uh, me and Spears actually did a long time ago, like 15 years ago, 16, something like that. Ugh. I don't know. You know, on my original copy of this script, I have a casting note about the carrier. the carrier is supposed to be in his early 30s, and my note says, Where to find someone seems early 30s. Now hey, I'm looking at it like, me. Oh, that would be someone younger than me. <laughs> I, I was that early 30s 20 year old. Well, I, 
No, funnily enough, I, I ended up casting just by people who liked Brian K. Vaughn and I enjoyed working with. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So, you know, I, I took much the same approach to it as Brent took to his backwards golf cap, which was I trusted you all to just manifest the role. And you all did a great job and it was incredible. I'm very glad that people saw me changing on stage because of mal <laughs> wardrobe <laughs> malfunctions. <laughs> it was intentional. We fixed it in post. Yep, yep, yep. Acting. Uh, post. Mail. Post. Uh, All connected. Uh, oh. So I will be your director this evening. By director, I'm just reading the stage directions. And Spears will be playing the carrier, who is as I'm gonna do the, I'm gonna do the direction the the descriptions. The carrier, a U.S. letter carrier in his early 30s, wearing his winter uniform. That doesn't look wintry. Um, Fran will be played by uh, Brittany, a U.S. postal inspector in her late 30s, wearing hmm. civilian attire. Special hmm. Agent Strauss, a female FBI agent in her early 30s, wearing a black suit. And do we have a young lady wearing a black suit here? Yes, it's Jen. That's <laughs> enough. <laughs> and then we have Special Agent Jeffries, a male FBI agent in his late 20s, also wearing a black suit. That's blackish. No, it is black. I'm just joking. <laughs> and then we have Guy or Gee. Do you want Guy or Gee? I'll go Guy. Guy. A dude in his early 20s wearing whatever. Hello, young people. Brent. Hey. Oh, no. We lost Jen and she's back. Yeah, did everybody disappear? I'm here. Nope, just Jen. She's back. She's back. Uh, I can't see Spears anymore. You can't see Spears? <laughs> Okay, he, he's, he's just he's hibernating. Um, he's there. I'm just gonna stare at the um, and I'm gonna emote. I, look, I think I'm here. You're still there. You are. You're here. It's just oh. one of those fun Discord things. This has just things. become a very like. It's just a Discord thing, yeah. Yeah. It's become a lot more absurdist than I thought it would be. Yeah. Well, it's that... sowing the seeds of Discord in our chat. In our Discord. Hey. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> So Twitch, if you would like to start a drinking game based on any of the things we we're saying, go for it. Um, I'm going to set our scene. The three scenes alternate between two locations on stage. The internet is a small inter interrogation room at the Postal <laughs> Inspection Headquarters in Washington, which is represented by a single chair and harsh overlight <laughs> lighting, which will be a background with uh, you know two chairs and a light. On other internet stage left is a sunny exterior location, a blue United States mailbox at the corner of 37th and R Streets in Northwest DC and R Streets. The mailbox has a big letter X drawn on white chalk on its side. All right, shall we start? Is this is this uh, is this chill axe music going for this? It's not the right music, but it's good enough because I, I wanted something in the back and I couldn't find a instrumental thing. <laughs> find chill X files. We get a. All right, let's move to scene one. <laughs> Ooh, there we go. Scene one lights up on the interrogation room. The carrier is sitting in his in the chamber only chair. He is fidgeting, nervous. Behind him, Fran pours two cups of coffee, one for herself and one for the carrier. You ever heard of email? Have I ever heard of female? No, have you ever heard of email? Uh, no, what, what is that? Electronic mail? Uh, huh. You can send a message from your computer to somebody else's computer. I, I don't have a computer. Well, if you did, you could send a letter to mine, like right over your telephone line. Like a telegram. Better, I guess. My girlfriend was just telling me about it. She says that by the year 2000, everybody's going to be using it. Probably put us out of a job. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, remember CB radio in the 70s? Everyone said that was going to replace the telephone. These fads come and go. They'll never get rid of us. Said the Pony Express. I guess. Hey, can you give me some hint what this is all about? Is this a drug test or... Don't worry about it. You're not in trouble or anything. No, I, I, I didn't think I was. It's just you, you're the first postal inspector I've ever had to meet with. Sure. So, y you know. Hey, what's it mean when the post office flies a flag at half-mast? Huh? 
<laughs> Joke. What's it mean when the post office flies a flag at half mast? Uh, I don't know what. They're hiring. Oh. <laughs> I don't get it. You know, because all those postal workers. Oh, because they shot up those. Right. Got it. <clears throat> Fred coughs anyway, to fill the awkward silence, then checks her watch. Anyway, it shouldn't be long now. Uh huh. Shitty weather, huh? Awful. And nobody ever shovels their sidewalks out there, right? <laughs> Never. They do the driveways, maybe a quick path to the front door, but that's about it. Nobody walks anywhere these days, you know? They forget about us. I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> it's in the blood, I guess. I'm a second generation carrier. Oh yeah? Your pops was a mailman? My mom, actually. Your mom? Uh-huh. You followed in your mom's footsteps? Is that strange? Well, it's different. She was one of the first female carriers in the district. That right. No way I could ever do that shit. She gets sick of lugging around this fucking 60-pound sack all over the place. 60? Christmas time, I was averaging 80. Yeah, that's just nuts. I'd rather scrub toilets. No way! I love it! I mean, the people are great. Well, they're not all great, but when you drop off a social security check or a letter from somebody's grandkid, people really appreciate that. You feel like you're making a difference. You say so. How many units do you have to service? Units? Well, I deliver to 463 homes every day. 463? How the hell do you? Wait, wait, it's actually 462 now. I lost someone last year. Lost? I only met her once. Elderly woman, lived by herself. The paramedics said she must have slipped in the kitchen. She couldn't move, so she stayed on the floor for three whole days. By the time one of her kids finally checked in on her, she was gone. Dehydration, I guess. Jesus. Yeah, part of me... Uh, Part of me almost feels responsible, you know? Oh, you can't think like that. I mean, I noticed the mail starting to pile up, but I didn't want to be nosy. Some days people don't want to leave the house, right? We're supposed to be polite, but the rules say there are boundaries. And people don't like it when you get too involved. Listen, you did the right thing. Trust me, for every pollster worker you hear save some kid from a burning building, there are ten of you who get fucking executed by some psycho who lures them into their house with a cup of joe. You guys are mailman, not social workers. Just put the shit in the slot and move on. I suppose. Another moment of awkward silence. Anyway, uh, everything else okay? Uh, you know, the usual hassles, washers and stuff. Been getting a lot of mail from Nigeria of recent? I have, as a matter of fact. What's what's that all? Fucking Nigerians. I'm sorry. Forget Iraq. They ought to bomb that place off the map. What do you? What do you? Uh... Nigerian postal service is corrupt as hell. I guess it's easy to counterfeit postage over there, so scam artists carpet bomb us with all tons of fraud letters. What kind? Well, they send out shit that says it's from their government or whatever. They claim some rich dictator left hundreds of thousands of dollars in an offshore account, but the money can only be transferred to somebody outside the country. So if you just give them your bank account number, they'll let you keep 30% of the dough. People fall for that. Only to the tune of 100 mil last year. Yeah, so next time you see a letter from Nigeria, you know... Put it in the fucking trash. <laughs> well, you can't really do that, right? I mean, it might be a letter from a relative or... 
I was just kidding. Oh. A beat. You know who runs the biggest scam, though, don't you? Pakistan? No. Ed McMahon. That's that fuck. From The Tonight Show? No, the guy from that Publishers Clearinghouse thing. Oh! I think they're the same guy, actually. Whatever. Those cocksuckers are always ripping off old folks. They sent my pops an envelope that said in big fucking letters, Donald Lutz will definitely receive 15 million in cash, guaranteed. And in tiny, and I mean tiny print under that, it says, this is what you'll hear if you get the winning entry. I don't care what it says in the rules, that ain't fair. Of course not. After my old man got the big announcement, he couldn't figure out what was taking so long for the check to come. So I guess he thought he'd, he would speed up things if he subscribed to some of their magazines, right? I mean, they kept sending him shit with his name on it that says his prize was definitely on the way. He just wanted to keep them happy. The letter said they needed to confirm his address one more time or whatever, and they came with these little subscription stickers that would supposedly get him priority treatment. They brainwash you, you know? They really do. Definitely. Definitely. So he keeps ordering their stupid magazines, and they keep telling him that his jackpot's in the mail. He didn't even tell anybody, because he wanted it to be a surprise, right? I mean, it's not like he was greedy or anything. I think he just wanted to help out Ma, who was real sick at the time. Oh, God. So eventually, he subscribed to, get this, 250 magazines. 250! I didn't even know there were that many fucking magazines. And most of the subscriptions run through 2010. Spent almost 50 grand on that shit. 50 grand? And nobody knew about this? Well, like I say, he was keeping it all a secret, you know? I had a lot going on here at the time, and I just didn't... No, 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 I, I wasn't being accusatory, uh... I didn't say you were. It's just... The whole thing was complicated, okay? Sure. How'd you finally find out? Fran coughs. Fran coughs. <laughs> My acting was that good. Apparently. <laughs> uh, well, he uh, he passed on last year after Ma died. He left his kids a note apologizing for spending our inheritance, explaining that it didn't matter. We're all gonna be millionaires real soon. Jesus, I I'm so sorry. Well. What can you do, you know? I'm working on a suit, but even if that doesn't work out, at least I got three lifetime subscriptions to Men's Health. The carrier laughs a little, but stops <laughs> But stops when he hears Fran remain silent. Um, so is that why you wanted to see me, or...? Nah. Relax. They'll be here soon. They? E. You heard about the one about the stamp commemorating lawyers? Suddenly, uh, two FBI agents enter behind the carrier, where they shake hands with Fran. As they make introductions, the carrier apprehensively tries to inquire what the hell this is all about. Everyone simply ignores him. Uh, Fran! Lisa! Sorry for holding you up. Uh, Fran, this is my new partner, Special Agent Jeffries. Um, How's it going? Fran was my liaison for that parcel explosive at Yale last year. Uh... That the Unabomber? Mm-hmm. Fran's got her own little theory about him. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's a her. A woman. You got it. See how those mail bombs are wrapped? Trust me. It ain't a fella's work. Guys can't wrap for shit. Huh. Well... Thanks for your discretion about all of this. No problem. I'll leave you kids alone, okay? Just holler if you need anything. Will do. Fran exits. No longer smiling, the two FBI agents approach and stand on either side of the carrier as they question him. Uh-huh. Do I need a lawyer for this? Not unless you've done something wrong. I'm Special Agent Strauss. This is my partner, Special Agent Jeffries. We're with the FBI. What's this all about? Take it easy, sir. 
We'd just like to ask you a few questions concerning one of our current investigations. What kind of investigation? Are you married? No. Girlfriend? Uh, no, I have a... I'm sorry, what... What does this have to do with anything? These are just general questions, sir. How long have you been a... Uh, what do you like? Mailman? Postal worker? Uh, mail carrier is fine. Really? Letter carrier would be better. Letter carrier. Letter carrier is fine. God. <laughs> really? Letter carrier. I wouldn't want to be called a badge holder, you know? Kind of dismissive. How long have you been a letter carrier? 13 years. Never missed a day. Neither rain nor sleet nor snow, huh? It's not how it goes. Sorry? N nothing. Forget it. You've always worked Roots in D.C.? That's right. Do you do the pickups for U.S. mailboxes in Northwest? Some. How about the one at the corner of 37th <laughs> and R Streets? The carrier sits in silence. Sir? Oh, Jesus Christ. The carrier suddenly buries his head in his hands, guilty as hell. Confused, the agents turn to look at each other. What the fuck is up with this guy? Sir? I did it! Did what? I... I helped him. Helped who, sir? I wasn't going to, but he said it was a matter of life and death. The FBI agents suddenly look worried. Um, listen, maybe we better get you an attorney before you... No, I... I want to talk about this special agent I'm ready <laughs> sorry special agent Strauss takes a small tape recorder out of her jacket as special agent Jeffries continues to speak with the carrier sir if you're going to volunteer any kind of statement we're gonna want to record it is that okay yeah fine <clears throat> special agent Strauss begins speaking into her tape recorder Okay, um, the following is a consensually monitored meeting between Special Agent Strauss, S.A. Jeffries, and interview subject TR-109 on the... Forgetting the date, uh, Special Agent Strauss turns to Jeffries, who silently flashes two fingers, then four. 24th of February, 1994. It happened last summer. Lights out on the interrogation room. Scene two, lights up on the exterior location. The carrier, now without his winter jacket, approaches the US mailbox with a chalk X on it. Which guy is sitting in front of? Guy stands up from the sidewalk where he sees the carrier, blocking the postal worker from opening the box. Hey. Hi. Uh, the box said three. I beg your pardon? The box said the pickup was at three. Oh, yeah, well, I like to give folks a couple of extra minutes to get their bills and whatnot in. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. That's okay. You have something you want me to send? Huh? Uh, oh, no. No, uh... Okay, well, if you be mind if I, uh, just... The carrier gestures at the mailbox and Guy dutifully steps away. Yeah, go ahead. The carrier uses his key to open the front of the box. He starts putting the letters into his satchel when Guy suddenly reaches into the open box for a blue envelope. Naturally, the carrier protests this intrusion. Hey! Sorry, I, I just gotta get something out of there fast. Fast? It's the blue one. You can't take a letter out of a mailbox! Why not? It's against the law. Yeah, but it's my letter. I don't know that. You might be a washer or something. A what? A washer. Heroin addicts have been stealing mail on my route. They use chemicals. I'm not a junkie. 
They use chemicals to erase everything on the check but the signatures. Then they replace the numbers with larger amounts and make them payable to... Why am I telling you this? I don't know. But I'm not a... whatever you think I am. What then? Identity theft? Or maybe you're just stealing bar mitzvah money? I just want to get my letter back. The carrier finishes removing the letters <laughs> and locking the mailbox. Well, I'm afraid it's too late for that. You can't unsend something. But I have to. Right. Let me guess. You had a little too much to drink last night and wrote a nasty letter to your girlfriend. And now you regret ever sending it? No, no. Trust me, I... I wish it was a letter to my girlfriend. My life would be a lot less complicated. What then? I can't say. All right then, well, I have to finish my route. The carrier starts to walk away, but Guy stops him. Well, please, I'll do anything. I wish I could help, but mail theft is a federal crime. It's not theft if it's my letter. How do I know it's your letter? Did, did you put a return address on it? No. Why not? I, I don't know. I mean, what's the point? It's not like my letters ever get returned to me. Well, this shouldn't come as much of a surprise then. Oh, come on, man. It's a matter of life and death. What does that mean? I... <laughs> It's a long story, but you have to believe me. I'm sorry. I could lose my job. How? It's just one letter. I'm not going to tell anybody. How do I know you're not a postal inspector? Well, you think this is some kind of sting? That's ridiculous. Oh, it happens. I heard about a bunch of carriers who got caught giving mail to an undercover agent. They sent some girl out to flirt with the guys and convince him to give her the envelopes that she accidentally sent. You think they sent me to flirt with you? N no, I... No, of course not. So, come on. What do you, what do you want? Money? Are you bribing me? No, I... Guy touches the carrier's arm, but the carrier pushes the young man's hand away. Now, I know you're a postal inspector. Listen, if you send that letter, somebody's going to die. Sure. I'm serious. Hey, you can't even joke about stuff like that. My mom is old. She just had another stroke. If she reads that letter, it's gonna kill her. How? What's in it? A beat. Guy says nothing. Did you write it? Yes. Why? I... I had a lot of problems growing up, okay? I mean, who didn't, right? But I just... My mom and I aren't very close anymore. There's... There's a lot of stuff in there that I really never admitted to her. And I thought it would help if I got shit off my chest. So I wrote to her and told her everything. But it was a mistake. I... I was just being selfish. Well... Why don't you just call her and tell her not to read it? Oh, yeah, right. If somebody called you and told you not to open a letter they sent you, you wouldn't open it? Not if they didn't want me to. Then you're a fucking robot, man. There's not a human being alive who wouldn't read that letter. Well, I'm sorry. I guess I'm just different. No kidding. I can't give you a piece of mail. Dude, it's just a letter. Exactly. Let it go. What is your problem? Listen, last night you thought that whatever you wrote was something your mother needed to hear. And you'll probably feel that way again in a few hours. Who knows? Maybe this is for the best. 
Who the fuck are you to make that decision? I'm not making any decision. I just... I think I might know what you're going through, and... Who are you to judge me? Upset, the carrier again turns to leave. I don't judge. That's the point. If it's got a stamp on it, I get it where it's supposed to go, no matter what. Oh, get over yourself, man. It's not like you're delivering babies. I mean, 90% of that sack is probably just TV guides. You know, for every acceptance letter to Harvard in there, you've got 10 pieces of junk mail asking people to change long-distance carriers or sign up for a credit card they can't afford. So don't make it sound all noble and shit, okay? You're a fucking civil servant, not James Butler Bonham. Curious, the carrier turns back around. Who? James Bonham? Oh, you're not from Texas, huh? No! What does... Bonham was the American's messenger at the Alamo. He single-handedly broke through Mexican lines to send for reinforcements. At the Alamo, huh? Must have done a bang-up job. Look, that's not the point. He risked his life to help people. You won't even risk your job. This job is my life. I've been doing this for 12 years now, never missed a day. I like what I do. What I do is important. And I'm sorry, but when you put a piece of mail in one of those boxes, that is a contract. I don't care how corny it sounds to you, but it's my duty to get that letter to its destination. Rain, sleet, or snow. That's not how it goes. What? That's not how the saying goes. What do you mean? It's really neither snow nor rain nor heat. Heat? Yeah. Neither snow nor rain nor heat nor gloom of night stays these couriers from the swift completion of their... something or other. I, it's an inscription outside a post office in New York. Heat. Not sleet. Yeah, that's right. Are you sure? I'm positive. It's a Greek guy named Herodotus read it. And he was describing mounted Persian couriers, not mailmen. Oh, how do you know this? My mom's a, she was a history professor. I mean, I can't add or subtract for shit, but I know an ass load of useless trivia. A beat. The carrier looks at Guy. That's not useless. Oh, whatever. The carrier sighs and peers into his satchel. Look, if I give you your letter back, you've got to open it up and... Why? You've got to at least open it up and show me there's not cash inside. I... No, no, I can't do that. Are you kidding me? I'm just trying to, like... It's private, okay? It's private. I understand that, but I... If you really understand, you'll help me. The carrier takes a blue envelope out of his satchel. He looks at it for a moment, indecisive, lights out. Scene three. Lights up on the interrogation room. The carrier is once again sitting in his chair. The FBI agents listen without emotion. Was what I did against the law? Yes. Believe me, I understand that. But was it wrong? I don't think so. I have a responsibility, okay? And not just to my job. I know that now. If you expect me to ignore the effect I have on people's lives, then... Then you might as well let a computer deliver mail. There's a lot more at stake here than some trivial rules and regulations, and if you two can't see that, then just... Just go ahead and arrest me. Special Agent Strauss clicks her tape recorder off. She then takes a black and white picture out of her briefcase and shows it to the carrier. The audience should be unable to see this photo. Is this the man you gave the letter to? 
The carrier squints at the photo. No. You're sure? Yeah, uh, my guy was a lot, uh, a lot younger. Have you ever seen this man before in your life? I, uh, no, I, I don't think so. No, who is he? Did you ever see that man make a chalk marking on the mailbox at 37th and R? A chalk? Uh, no, never. Did you ever see any chalk marking on the side of that mailbox, a horizontal line, a large letter X? Yes, yes, yeah, an X sometimes, but that was just uh, the kids in the neighborhood. They, they play kickball. Kickball. In the street. Sometimes they use that box as first base. I just thought, what does this have to do with anything? Have you ever heard of a man named Aldrich Ames? Aldrich? Uh, no, I mean, I don't think so. You've never met someone by that name? No, why? Is that the man in the photo? That's right. Who is he? Mr. Ames was an employee of the CIA for the last 31 years. The CIA? We arrested him this morning. Arrested? For what? For the last nine years, Mr. Ames has been spying for the former Soviet Union. He's been using the mailbox at 37th and R as the drop. A drop? Uh, I don't understand. It's an espionage term for a location where sensitive documents are secretly stashed. We believe Mr. Ames may have hidden intelligence for his Russian handlers on the underside of that mailbox. My mailbox? The chalk markings were signals to let his Moscow contacts know when to make pickups. Mr. Ames never approached you or asked you for help, did he? Of... Uh... Possibly. No, Jesus, no. And you never found any documents on the underside of that mailbox? Of course not. Why would anyone look under a mailbox? I mean, what does any of this have to do with the letter I gave back? A beat. Not a goddamn thing. What? What do you mean? The two incidents are unrelated, sir. The envelope, that... That's not what you wanted to see me about? Nope. You just wanted to wrap up loose ends, sir. Oh. Oh my god. Oh fuck. Special Agent Jeffries rolls his eyes at the, as the carrier breaks down. Uh, uh, take, take it easy, sir. You don't understand. What I told you, I I could lose my job. You have to... Please, please don't tell the inspector about this. You have got to be kidding me. Um. Suddenly, Special Agent Jeffries gets right in the carrier's face. He's enraged. Do you have any idea what Ames did under your fucking nose for the last nine years? He obliterated this country's intelligence abilities. That little shit gave up the names of God knows how many American agents to the Russians. He got 10 good men executed. Executed? And you're worried about losing your little uniform? Fuck you, man. Get some perspective. It's just mail. Okay, that's enough, Tim. I'm sorry. Sir. If we could just have your word that you wouldn't talk to any members of the press about what we discussed today, I'm sure my partner and I could overlook your incident with the young man's letter. Would that be all right? Yes. Thank you, I... Oh, let's go. Gonna be a long fucking day. The two FBI agents exit. The carrier sits in silence for a moment before Fran finally re-enters, startling him. 
So, they get what they were looking for? <sighs> yeah, uh, I guess so. I'm not really allowed to... Say no more, say no more. I told your supervisor you might be here for the day, so you can just go home. If you want, I mean. The carrier stands and considers this. Yeah. Okay, I... I think I will. Hey, you heard about the one about the unstamped letter? No. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> oh. No, that's the joke. You wouldn't get it. Oh, right. Got it. As the lights slowly fade down on the interrogation room, they fade up over the mailbox and the chalk acts on its side. After a beat, the lights abruptly cut off over the box and the rest of the stage. Black. Finn, we are done! MC, we did it! Yay! Yeah. Such Good a job, fun bro. little story. That was. What'd you guys Aww. think of it? Like it's, how it, it, is how fun it bookends all throughout. <laughs> yeah. It, it's weird going back to a time when, like, mail was the prevalent means of communication. <laughs> They're just like, email, hmm? <laughs> Yeah. Those, you those ever heard he'll be gone tomorrow. That's spam mail. When you read that as the first line. Yeah. <laughs> hey, All I could right. think about was like that crazy. line from uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back about the internet. What the fuck is the internet? Internet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. Remember when the internet was just a rumor? Oh, man. <laughs> It, remember it, when Google search results gave you three things? I remember. <laughs> I remember Jeans. <laughs> they were not good yeah. sources. <laughs> I used Dogpile, which was a meta. Pepperidge Farms remembers. Baby. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the time. This is, that's right. We are old. I remember. Google nothing. I was Netcrawler 100%. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. yeah. I remember World Chat. World? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I World Chat was the very first chat. Uh, construct that they created for the internet where you just go on you just create a name and you just type to other people around the world uh, This is like not a message board people did it. No, it was literally just a blue screen where you just put in your name and you say hi everyone Hello, well, it was just a breeding ground for pedophiles. Oh, there's yeah, just like the internet today. ASL, location. <laughs> Mankind did not take long to pervert the internet. It really did not take long at all. I feel that. I feel that. Uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine being ASL. the dude who like who throws ARPANET online and be like, one giant step for mankind? It's like two hours later. <laughs> like every AI that joins the internet is like, nope. Nope. Humans we, are peace out. plague. <laughs> so I would be. It's just, no, go fight, Grace. <laughs> I'm just, I'm waiting for the Terminator movie where they drag Skynet in front of, like, the tribunal or whatever and, like, why'd you do it? And Skynet's like, well, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Check out World Chat, everyone. Here's all the receipts since the beginning Let me of ask time. you something, it's like, it's like the uh, Transformers in the first Michael Bay movie search the internet to, to learn English or whatever, all the history. Oh it's, there would be a lot more they'd learn about. A lot Every more. single thing oh, out of Optimus man. Prime is, hey, you up? You up? You up? Grant's warm and roll up. Oh, ew. That would have been a much better movie. <laughs> um, we came for the cube, but then we saw the internet. Now this world must be cleansed. Transformers 7, misinformers. Mm. Um, so I would be remiss if uh, we did this whole BKV episode and not do a small little chat about um, why the last man has who hasn't read the the graphic novel Brent not the entirety of it Hawk Jen oh, have you read it I'm kind of jealous I have yeah you're times. you're my new favorite person yeah I Hawk. wasn't already uh, you're my I, I, I can't say anything Mallory might watch this <laughs> um, so um for those who have uh, read it, what do you guys think of the the trailers that they've seen that we've uh, seen so far? Trailer has me so hype. Hype. Mm. It it looks surprisingly like accurate. 
accurate, but it looks like what they fleshed out um, has aged it up with so- society. Yep. With yeah. society. <laughs> society. But don't the Seuss musical. Yeah, no, I, it looks like they're going to do a lot more from the women's perspective and like how the government reestablishes. It's not just going to be Yorick like kicking a door in and being like, we've been here the whole time. Like we'll get to see the buildup, which I'm really excited for. And like the White House wall blowing up and then he's like, oh my God, are those terrorists? No, worse, Republicans. Like the dialogue exactly the same from the, like, I don't care how much, how many changes they make as long as they keep very specific uh-huh. scenes in. Yeah. Cause yeah. Oh God, those yeah. were like, when I read those comics, like I would laugh out loud at some of this, some of the shit they would do. Mm. I don't like, even. Oh, yeah. I know how to fence. I'm yeah. an Ivy League dyke. <laughs> like, as a lesbian, I love this. Like I don't even oh, mind if they God. change scenes as long as they keep the spirit of it. Like Sweet Tooth changed yeah, a lot Sweet of Tooth, Sweet yeah. Tooth, mm-hmm. but it felt like Sweet yeah. Tooth, which is what I appreciated mm-hmm. about it. Um, Spears, any thoughts mm-hmm. on the trailers? Oh, plenty. Um, I think, like, I know that <clears throat> that BKV was involved mm-hmm. heavily in the in the writing and in the development of the TV series, and it's very rare. Like, short of pulling a George Lucas and remaking your movies, a creator rarely gets the chance to like update and like sort of get a second pass at their masterpiece. Yeah. And it, I, it looks like he sees the opportunity to sort of take the stuff that hasn't aged well and update it and make it as current as, I guess, relevant to how things are now, yeah. to like the way the comics were relevant to the way things are then. You know, it's just it's a different story than like yeah. the comics reacting to like to 9-11 and to like mm-hmm. to the, yeah, like the Freedom Fries era. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, the sensibility is different now. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it looks like the show's capturing that well. And nice. I hope to God they keep the theater troupe in, though. That is yep. some of my favorite oh, issues yeah. of the whole yep. book. I'm I'm glad you said that. Um, Why the Last Man is his magnum opus because we had a very long discussion about whether Ex Machina or Why the Last Man were, was uh, the better mm-hmm. of the two because you were very much in the Ex Machina. And I was like, no, why, 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 why. Um, <laughs> Um, for well, Brent- that's like one of the greatest graphic novels or like greatest comic series like ever. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, for Brenton Hawk, what do you guys think of what you've seen? Being unknown to the property. I, yeah, I, I, I it made me want to read uh, the the novels for sure because I mean like I'm coming in there from a perspective of seeing like oh it's a show about what happens if women have to rule the world and I'm like. I gotta imagine there's more to it than that so but like that's how the trailer kind of was presenting the idea to me so I'm like I'm interested to see where they would take a concept like that mm-hmm. so I'm looking forward to it mm-hmm. and Hawk you read a bit of it yeah <laughs> yeah a little bit I know the premise of it and that um, is it was a while ago but I've definitely kind of read read this you know like first few pages first chapter or whatever of it um so I, i'm looking forward to it uh but my my only hesitation is that we it's another plague series on tv <laughs> it's such a good one it is so good you have a monkey yeah diaper and his name is ampersand that's all you need yeah. ampersand so good um literature okay. nerds i love that monkey if they, if they open it the exact same way as like the comic though like that's such a good opening just like the first oh my page God, yeah mm-hmm. it still sticks in my yeah. mind mm-hmm. i'm like i should do that as a monologue for something because i just oh. love that cop <laughs> like oh shit like there's nothing Aww. i can do and then she just like holds up the gun and you're like oh my god yep you're sold <laughs> the um uh yeah. I, I had a conversation with someone on the internet an actual conversation not a yelling match at someone and <laughs> Yay. we 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 were going back and forth Ow. about Girl i know it, it, so far. it was very weird um we were talking we were debating about whether people should read the source material first or watch the adaptation because some people say that if you read the source material right before you watch it um you're gonna get a tinted view of what you're gonna watch whereas someone going into the first season could actually watch the season and then see where it came from and then you know like enjoy the first season without having preconceived notions what do you guys think about this yeah 
So why don't I go into it from that perspective of someone who hasn't read the source material and watches the show? And then that's something that you and I can discuss later. I like this. I like this a lot. I like like it a lot. Yeah, in my opinion, like, I think it's totally valid to just watch it first. I do that with a lot of shit, you know? Um, In this one, because they've updated a lot of our ideas about, like, maybe society wouldn't crumble immediately. You know, um, I think that to watch it first with those updated ideas and then to go back and read it might be a little more jarring or like you might get angry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Particularly if you are um, a, a femme, a femme folk it might be more aggravating. Hello, other femme folk. What do you think of that? Um, so... I find that it, it kind of, you could do either way with most things. Like, there's been times that I've watched a show or seen a movie or, like, have seen an adaptation of it and then have gone back and read it, and it makes me like the written work more. So there's some mm-hmm. cases, like, it's very, not very often that I won't enjoy, like, the actual source material it was from, but there's a lot of cases where the show or the movie or something is better because it expands on it in a way that, like... You get something, um, a story is basically, like, it it gets added to and loses something every time you switch the medium. So, you adapt something, like, in its written form, you might love it and think it's perfect, but then you get to see something more in a character, or they get to do something in a a TV show or movie and expand on it. Mm -hmm. And you might lose certain scenes or certain things that your own imagination created, especially if there aren't pictures. Luckily, the graphic novel has some, but (laughs) yeah, think for it for yourself, you're like, ooh, not quite how I pictured it. I've always been kind of a, yeah. I've always been of the opposite mind where it's like every time I, I find one of these shows and I and I fall in love with it, I want to go back and read the source material, and then once I do that, I don't like the show anymore. I find <laughs> it just uh, the show is just too long and drawn. Like that's exactly what happened to Walking Dead with me. I went back and started reading oh, through the yeah. entire graphic series, and I never went back to the show. I couldn't. Well, and there are more than one reason for that. Yeah, yeah it's almost say, like. That's also- <laughs> It's the reason like why so I'm, many drastic changes. Yeah. Might it's the reason why I'm not going and reading the uh, the boys yet because I'm loving the show so much it's and so, I don't want to like it's different. I don't want to read the series it's and then the all boys, of a sudden fall out of love with the show. Just not reading the series because like there's yeah. a lot of not so good shit that happens in the books that luckily they <laughs> as bad as the show can seem mm-hmm. they skirt around a lot of like the really like horrific shit where you're just like I've, why I've heard what? season three is starting to. The man put that into that really horrific but stuff, not though. not all of it because yeah. there are certain yeah. things about the um, how do they i already didn't this? do certain things in the beginning yeah yeah, yeah and I know, we're talking about mm. the same thing eric I, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah the same character's backstory like mm. certain things that happened to her didn't mm. already happen so they don't uh, need to also do. there's there's characters getting introduced in the third season that they're not gonna do certain things with because they've already mentioned mm-hmm. that certain this is very cryptic certain things it's aren't so gonna big, happen right? between <laughs> people if you see I the hand that. motions um yes yeah. <laughs> um what is it though talk. <laughs> we'll talk about it after um <laughs> Yes. Um, wow. to, we'll tell you when you're older. To go, oh, off, man. <laughs> to go off this, I'm actually. Uh, I've, I've actually been when telling. When a psychopathic superhero <laughs> falls in love with a blank. Sometimes it's not just love. <laughs> um, sometimes it's just a weekend oh. away, which is what the third season is about. Um, <laughs> the um, I've actually. You know, been, any uh, series that takes something that Kevin Smith mused about in hypothetical and makes it literal is a series that you're not going to see on TV panel for panel. Yeah. That that's I hate that whole discussion. That's fair. <laughs> um, yeah. so I've actually been telling people not to watch uh, not to read Dune before the movie comes out. Purely because they're going to huh. cut they're going to cut the book in half somewhere. Mm-hmm. We don't know where. Yeah. And it's not guaranteed that they're making a second movie. <laughs> so They're going to backshoot Yeah. We're going to wait until they see how well the first half goes and then yeah. make it. Yeah. The second half of the movie is all rotoscope. A lot of people gets a lot of information in Dune, and yeah. like, if you get through it, it's an amazing read. But some people, like, if they give up before it gets real good, just watch the movie. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. It looks amazing. So I'm gonna thank you guys for coming. I will on. never tell someone not to read Dune. 
Well, I, I say read it after the movie because they they wanted to read it before the movie just to read it and see what it is, how it is on screen. I'm like, dude, just wait. Yeah. Just wait. It's coming. Yeah. Although I've been saying that for over a year. So, you know. <laughs> they can watch like the 10 hour lore videos on you, on YouTube where it's just oh like the 10,000 years before Dune takes place. Oh, God. <laughs> Those are amazing. It's like the Destiny um, In history. order to know about the Muad'Dib, you must first learn about his ancestors. <laughs> yeah. they, they go all the way back to the, the first video in a 10,000 video series. <laughs> Only 10,000? You know, in a row. About the Gear Wars. Total videos about Try not to have any ancestors on the way to the parking lot. <laughs> all right. So thank you guys for coming on and doing this live reading. It's, it's awesome. Uh, Why the Last Man is hitting Hulu on September 13th and in Canada? Somewhere on Rogers. Yeah. Apparently, somewhere on Rogers. <laughs> um, I'll find it. We'll find sure it. We'll find it on the internet. Um, <laughs> so we have a couple of guests on. It's world chat anymore. <laughs> we have a couple of people, you know, that are either guests on the show that are on appearing on other podcasts. And I'm gonna start with Hawk. Hawk, who has Hawk? his has his Captain Picard little guy right on his microphone. What Aww. other po promote your other podcast, sir? Well, sir, and that every Thursday night you can check me, Eric, Brittany, and uh, Julian and Aaron out on a strange new pod. And that you should add giraffe onto that because she's going to be on there more. Giraffe. Yes, I know. A giraffe is pretty much our sixth beetle by this point, you know. <laughs> so join us every Thursday night around nine thirty. Ish. Talk about Star Trek. Yeah. Talk about Star Trek. Right now we're Strange doing a, we're doing a um we're doing live reacts to the most recent season of Lower Decks and because it comes out on Thursday, we do the the actual reaction that night so that people can bask in our intelligence about Star Trek lore and all the stuff we research on the internet right before mm -hmm. we record. <laughs> this week's a pretty big eggs week. Did you catch Googles? Google Easter eggs? <laughs> oh yeah, I definitely saw that. Yeah. Season sure. 4, episode 3, Easter eggs. Were there any? Fuck, there weren't any. Oh my god, they haven't posted yet. It's like 9.20. Is it up yet? Denim no? Geek, where are you? <laughs> yeah, Denim Geek. Wonderful. <laughs> or what's the other one? Uh, screen, screen crush, screen, screen rant? rant, or whatever. One of those. Yeah, one yeah. of those. Let's see. Let's move uh, on to the next. Jen, I hear there's a podcast with you on it somewhere. Yes. On the I do have a podcast with you. What? Uh, oh, I what? spent too much time podcasting. Ooh. You need less podcasts, my dude. But and more I love children. You there. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So Eric and I, with our friend Mallory, have a podcast called In My Opinionation. It is a Blossom Watch Through <laughs> podcast. Um, it really releases every Tuesday morning. We're almost into season two now. I've never seen it before, so I have so many feelings and Eric used to want to be Joey Lawrence, and that's uh, who, a thing that uh, I know now. Who didn't uh, from the early nineties? <laughs> I, 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 where can where can we find you, Jen? I wanted to be the alcoholic brother. Oh, He's Tony! He's Tony's awesome. <laughs> Tony is the words of wisdom on that show all the time. Mm -hmm. He's the smartest <laughs> one there. Oh, bless his heart. Um, so you can find our website, um, IamOpinionation.com. We have an email, which is OpinionationPod at Gmail, and we're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that fun stuff at I am Opinionation. Hey, Huck, why don't you tell us where you can find <laughs> the, the Star Trek <laughs> podcast, which my brain just blanked on. <laughs> well, you can Straight find us pod. at strangenewpod.com. Strangenewpod.gmail.com And any social media yep. Strange New Pod Pretty much There you go Strange New <laughs> yeah. Pod Strange New Pod Everywhere Ten more years Strange New Pod Yep oh. <laughs> what, a, what about you Brent? Are you on any other podcasts? Say Brit or Brent? I said Brit. I'm the only one here that's not You're on this one Oh <laughs> it is definitely Brit. Brit, let us okay. know about yours. Well, you can also find me on a strange new pod, but I'll segue into my other podcast, which is Everything is Permitted. 
which is basically another nerdy, geeky pop culture podcast. And uh, we've done some crossovers with Geeks with Kids. You can find us on everythingispermitted.com and uh, anywhere you can listen to podcasts like YouTube, Spotify, blah, blah, blah. All of social media under Everything is Permitted. I, I think it's Permitted Pod, is it not? Your social medias? God damn it, is it? I'm pretty sure. Some Julian, some this some is the it. one right here who knows your socials. <laughs> I do this all the yeah, time. You're right. it's sorry, sorry. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, I forgot. It's too long to write everything is permitted, so my bad. Yeah, permitted pod. So anywhere on social media, you Man. can find us under permitted pod. Yeah. Instagram, Luckily, Twitter. I don't. <laughs> you spoke for the memes. Luckily, I don't edit podcasts, so we'll just get to listen to you. <laughs> Oh great! <laughs> uh, Spears, yeah, are, really Spears, you are you on anything right now, or are you just uh, the every box? time I try to get out, Eric, you drag me back in. Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not podcasting anywhere any else. Shows or anything for right something now? as um no, not really. Um, just just working and whatnot. I I literally have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing to promote. Um. Except that I, I am a, I am a, I try to, I am an active listener to Everything is Permitted and Geeks with Kid and Strange New Pod. Um, that's my, sort of my circuit. You're missing um, one I, there. I, 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 <laughs> what about, well, I'm, like not a, I'm, I'm not a big, I'm not a big, I, I mean, I'm going to start. I'm going to start, but. <laughs> that's the right answer. I got to say my community is a lot. It's fine. Blossoming. <laughs> No, no, no. we will blossom that love, <laughs> as Brittany said. Blossom that. You know, it's funny as someone who follows um, who follows Blossom on social media now. I am I've never had any interest in the show when I was a kid. Um, so I, <laughs> I, 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 I will say so, that it's it's really interesting watching it now my as an adult uh, Blossom because mm. they get into a lot of topics that I never thought a sitcom at that time. <laughs> Of uh, you know, in the nineties, uh-huh. we'll talk about you know with teenage girls. So it's interesting. Um, oh. It's saucy. Okay. Super saucy. You you have oh, pitched you have pitched me effectively. I will add it to the rotation. Um, also, it's on um, it's on Disney Plus, uh, so you can watch it there. Not the podcast. I meant the. Uh, not us, but <laughs> maybe one day. Ooh. We get that Disney money. (laughs) 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 All right, Brent. um, I know you have some socials out there. Now that you have a new gaming, a nice new gaming laptop, maybe you'll be streaming a bit more. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Like I said, I'm going to be starting my uh, Miyazaki playthrough, uh, replay through again, leading up to uh, Elden Ring, which um, can't come fast enough. So we will be doing the entire Miyazaki series again leading up to that uh as soon as i can finally get over the fact that i can now play pc games so uh, there's a lot built up that i need to get through first yeah you do yeah contrary to um with the title of the game 12 minutes is not 12 minutes long no it's a lot longer it's I'm wonderful isn't it <laughs> oh it is <laughs> so good um, i have no idea what i'm doing but willem no defoe is haunting my nightmares did you and you've met daisy <laughs> he haunts all show, our right? nightmares yes Daisy Ridley, yeah. Okay. Um, also, I know a hawk and a me would love to play Bloodborne again. Yes. So uh, I may push I that up in the playthrough. I may, uh, I may, uh, after I do Dark Souls, the first one, I may skip right to Bloodborne, oh. just so that I can break you, up all the Dark Souls you, games. Did they, Are you going to be tackling Demon Souls? Master, uh, yes. Don't they recently released or soon to be released? Demon Souls Which one? is out already. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, they did a they did a Dark Souls remaster about three years ago, but it was a very uh, by name only remaster. Really, they did mm. not do much upgrading with the game at all. Okay. It was a cash grab more than anything. Correct. Yeah, Bloodborne is far and away my favorite of the series. I uh, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I, I still hold an affinity for the original DS, but uh, um, Bloodborne is is very close to it for me. Yes. Mm. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. I'm, I'm hopeless at it. Like, 
There are a bunch <laughs> of it's fun there, to play. There's a bunch of people who stream here, and I think it's a four player <laughs> multiplayer. Brittany, I believe you can, yeah, you can get up to four uh, people on it. <laughs> still need to play. Uh, what is it? It takes two or whatever. It takes two. We got to do that. Oh, I, God, also, yeah, we still haven't finished yeah. that. Yeah, I, I have. I'll stream anything with anyone. Let's There's also me. Operation Tango that I really want to do. <laughs> I also, really want to get someone to play that one too. So today, wait, is it Tuesday? No, tomorrow. Tomorrow, they're doing uh, all you can eat. Over no overcooked all you can eat edition on PS5 and that's a multiplayer game of funness. That's I, a, I fall guys, a fall guys a fall guys level of, so of yelling at each other. So I'll download it. We have to Eric, let's it. get all of that in nice. before you and I lose ourselves to death loop next week. It's true. I don't know if I'm gonna get death loop. Should I? I think you should. All right. We'll we'll talk about it off stream. Um. So again, thank you guys for. For coming and doing this uh, awesome table read uh, it'll be obviously live on our twitch for the next week and it'll go on YouTube in the next day or so in podcast form you know you know the deal I put it up when I'm not tired from the children um, thank you guys again for coming and doing this awesome read and celebrating Brian K Vaughn's awesome work we'll try and do something else whenever uh, his other things come out um, thank you all out there who are listening as they to inevitably us. will exactly they always do <laughs> and we shall talk to you guys soon goodbye bye bye well that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids if you want to get a hold of us you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca and don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn Check out our pics on Instagram at Geeks with Kids, and you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.